Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note. I'm Paul Isles Rush. I'm Ken Moss. And I'm Simon Exton. That's right, Ken. We've got someone, somebody sneaked in to, we <laughs> to have join us. Our Hi, first Simon. guest, uh, Simon Exton from the Exton Moss Experiment, a podcast I do with him on Archive Television. Good mate of mine. Welcome aboard, mate. So as, as usual, we uh, we pick a, a topic to talk about. And as Simon's the guest, I'll hand it over to you. Have you boys talked about allies? We have not. No, we've not. Well... We'll do that then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Right. Well, thank you. And can I just say how honoured I am to be an honorary Nine Bob Note of the day? <laughs> You're welcome anytime. Allies is a term used to describe somebody who, in a position of privilege who helps out minorities who don't have that privilege. So in this context, it's straight people helping out the gay community, but you can also apply it to able-bodied people helping um, the disabled community to white people helping the um, communities of people of colour, men helping out women. And it's kind of a nice idea. But when you actually look at it, the people who describe themselves as allies often aren't going too far out of their way to help out. So if you've got somebody who makes a specific point of supporting gay businesses because they think that's a, the right thing to do, then yeah, they're an ally. If you've got somebody who wants to call themselves an ally just because they're not being oppressive, that's not being an ally. That's being a normal human being and what we should all try and do. And I don't think you get to call yourself a special slap on the back congratulatory title for just not being a dick. Yeah, there's a there's a difference between being an ally and just not being a homophobe in this case. Yeah. I agree, you have to do something actively to support rather than just call yourself, I'm an ally. Yes. Um, I've only really discovered this, Alex. There's an allies flag. There's certainly a <laughs> gay allies flag. Is there? Do we have a picture? It's just the rainbow flag with a black A on it. <laughs> we can't even be bothered to design our own flag, so we're going to nick yours and plaster an initial over it, which is kind of what people have done for the NHS, actually. I understand that's a completely different topic. That is an actual rainbow, though. It's not just the it's not the rainbow flag. It's, a, it's literally a rainbow, though, isn't it, for the NHS? It is and it isn't. It, is, it was originally drawn as a rainbow, but at the moment, pretty much any rainbow-looking thing is seen as a the NHS thing. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to support the NHS. They pay my wages, so I'm, <laughs> I'm quite happy for them to be supported. And this is going off topic a little bit, but the pride flag, have you discussed the pride flag before? With yes. With yes. Right, okay. So I'm not treading on future episodes toes by, by mentioning this. With the, the pride flag, it's been a literally life-saving symbol for, for people over the years. And Currently, it's just sort of, well, this is a very nice idea that you've had, but actually, we would far prefer it to do something else because we can't be bothered to think up an, our, our own symbol. So we're just going to nick yours because we are more important than you are. And putting it in a jokey way, but that's kind of the mindset. It's, well, you've had, you've had this, sim this symbol for ages and yeah, I'm sure it means a lot to you, but tough, we want it. So we're, we're going to have it. And I, on my work lanyard, wear a a rainbow NHS badge, and they're a very specifically designed symbol that you can... It's not that you're a member of the LGBT community. It's the fact that somebody is comfortable... Somebody would be comfortable talking to you from the LGBTQ community. So there's a bit of a training programme that you have to go through to, to get one. To be a um, gay. 
<coughs> we'll come on to that when There's we do course. screening I've queens. I've been told about the course. <laughs> and yeah, so it's not something they just hand out. And actually, the, there are a lot of medical students, nursing students who want to wear them mm. and have been told that it's not appropriate because it's not just decorative. It is a sign that this is somebody who is putting themselves forward as safe to talk to. Since the supporting NHS thing, it is just regarded as a, this is a support the NHS. Yeah, which kind of dilutes um, well, the purpose it, it, the first it, More than dilutes it, it, it completely ignores the minority yeah. in favour of the majority not being bothered to think up their own symbols. The well, getting back to the allies thing, um, I well, it's not, and actually, I think this does tie in with allies because an awful lot of people who would call themselves LGBT allies have the NHS rainbow for supporting the NHS, ignoring the fact that it's sort of clawing back a well-established LGBT symbol. I personally, looking from the outside, and can't say that I've ever seen it as that. I do think that it's uh, there's. A, I can understand the. Do you not have the flags around here where a rainbow flag with NHS written in the middle, and it, it is the the proper six line rainbow rainbow flag. I've not seen any uh, flags as such. I've seen plenty of heart badges, but mainly at the time it was literally rainbows painted in windows. That was the main thing around here. I, I, I can't say that I've, I've ever seen a, a f, uh, the pride flag with NHS on it. But that might just be around here. But uh, it, it was literally rainbows. I, I have seen the pride flag used for the NHS. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've never really thought about it. But yeah, it, it is. It's great to support the NHS, as you say. And mm. the NHS has done an awful lot, <clears throat> particularly over the last year. But yeah, get, get your own... Yeah. Get your and, old symbol. Well, it's a bit like it's a bit like what happened with the red AIDS ribbons. Mm. Brilliant visual symbol, and because it's so brilliant and so eye catching, everybody and their dog has come up with awareness ribbons. Yeah, and there are very few organisations that have actually come up with their own support symbols mm. that are individually recognisable. They, Alzheimer's Daisy is one. The poppy is another. But uh, everyone's just got different coloured ribbons. Yeah, which kind of dilutes the message of the the first ones. Not that they were um, originally wildly accepted by the gay community. I, I actually had one of the first red ribbons in the country because uh, the early 90s, one of the tours that Erasure did, they were handing them out as people left. And I went to see them live and I got one of these ribbons and I didn't really know what it was. And there was a little leaflet that came with it. And so I, I started wearing it and... The first time I went to a, a gay bar wearing it, I was just got, oh, that looks tacky. Oh, that looks cheap. And <laughs> sorry, all, sorry about that. <laughs> all very dismissive until it became more popular. Mm. So there, there is a history of... Appropriation. I can sort of see that. that, we're, that we're, that's quite a loaded word. Well, you know what I mean. They, I, they, I, they, I know what you mean, but I think there's a, there's a better way of describing it. Stealing. Would be a better way. <laughs> yes, theft or just uh, a complete lack of imagination. Because yeah. I have, I've, we've touched on this before that um, certain symbols aren't very imaginative. I mean, I agree with you both about the uh, the rainbow. They hmm. they probably could have put a bit more thought into it and come up with something <laughs> a bit more NHS like. Is it the rainbow is, or certainly the rainbow flag is certainly associated with LGBT. It's not. Um, it's not like it's uh, well, something people country, don't know. I think less so now. Really? Yeah. We've been given out rainbow lanyards yeah. by the trust that I work for. And it's their NHS support lanyards. They're not LGBT. No, I don't mean that. I'm just... The rainbow 
flag symbol is uh, pretty much anything with a rainbow on it, really. I think he's widely regarded as LGBT. It's not. I, I think that's changing in this country. I agree with you internationally, but I, I think a lot of people are now seeing it as NHS support. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. Yeah, I had, on I think on my Twitter profile, a, rain, a rainbow flag for Pride for LGBT, and put a tweet on us which someone obviously disagreed with and and he assumed that it was because I worked for the NHS because of the flag and he, yeah. he he's like oh well typical what I'd expect from a NHS worker you know like something stupid like that but I was like well wh- why I don't work for the NHS <laughs> what makes you think that I do and it was because because of the flag so yeah there is something in that so do we do we think that Ken is an ally have I got my A wings? <laughs> yeah. I can't see. I can't see a flag. That's an entirely different house. question. <laughs> it's not a label that I would ever apply to myself. I think that's something that's got to be conferred on you by the people that you're supposedly allied to. Yeah, so, and that, I think that's kind of goes back to Simon's original point that the people who do put the label on themselves tend actually not to be <laughs> proper allies. It's <laughs> just it's just something to. To you know, to make them, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an ally. Check me out. But then they actually don't do anything, anything actively. And and actually, allyship works in reverse as well because there are quite a lot of um, businesses that will target gay money. The pink pound. Yeah, because a lot of gay people don't the have pink pound. If you've never heard of the pink pound, no. <laughs> Um, it's oh, it's a learning curve with you guys. It really is. <laughs> but what it, it basically says is that a lot of gay men don't have the family commitments that straight equivalent would have ah, in, right. term, in terms of kids. So have a more disposable income, mm. and that, and that's the pink pound. And you particularly see this around Pride time, where lots <laughs> of companies who really haven't done anything to support the LGBTQ community are suddenly pushing forward their their Pride agenda. Yeah, um, and it's because. It's something that gay people will spend money on. And the bit of money they lose from horribly offended straight people, because there there happens to be, oh, I don't know, a, a cream egg advert that shows two blokes kissing or something like You're that. You're always going to get 5% that you will never, ever change their minds. Yeah. They are dying out, but yeah, they're absolutely. always going to be yeah. on any topic. Um, and you get that with, with businesses that not round about Pride time. So there are a lot of gay bars, and there are some of the big gay bars in Canal Street, for example, who aren't gay-owned, where the companies who own them aren't particularly LGBT-inclusive or supportive, but because they're on Canal Street, will be trawling for the pink pound. Yeah, that's very true. It's very easy to stick a rainbow on <laughs> your on your products, and people will buy it, because you just, you assume... If you're if you're going to buy it, so like like the gin for example with the pride pride gin, you you sort of see it and you think well it's it, I mean that's even called pride gin. Um, and I, I think I, I think there was a, um, an amount of the profit from that that went to support LGBT yeah yeah charities. So. It would have been better if it was good a nice gin. Yeah. Yeah. A nice gin. Well, if you're going to slap something as important as you know this is this is the gin that symbolises pride. This is everything we believe. It's nothing. <laughs> Well, that actually symbolises the the gay scene and um, the commercial commercialisation of pride. It's all overproduced to the point of blandness. Well, well let's um, just say, but you know, actually, we have a Christmas gin. You would want to open it and it's, this is Christmas. You wouldn't want to open it and have that. 
If you're going to slap yeah. a label that important on it, you want it to be something. And if something. you want a gin for pride, get Stonewall gin. It's much, much nicer. We'll come on to that some of the time. <laughs> so I think it's time that we decided, feather or not, this is important. For all I've yabbered on about it for ages, I don't actually think it's particularly important. I don't massively care what people call themselves, what label they want to put on themselves. I care more about actions. And I have noticed that a lot of lot of people who make a big deal about calling themselves an ally, what they actually mean is, I like going out drinking with my gay mates. <laughs> yeah. um, I just stay in drinking with mine. <laughs> Well, we're not allowed to go out. No, of course. I don't actually think this is that important. I would put this as two. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's it's nice to have allies when they're real allies who actually do do something. But actions speak louder than words. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with with two. And yes, I'll I'll agree with you uh, with you both. Yes, I don't think it's a, a world changing uh, thing. If um, but again, I agree with you both. On the, if, if you're going to label yourself as an ally of anything, you, or really, you need to prove that you're not just attaching a, a populist badge to yourself. <laughs> and actually, if somebody needs to, to attach that badge to themselves, to call themselves an ally, not to behave like a dick, I would much prefer them to call themselves an ally rather than me calling them a cunt. Yeah. Matron. <laughs> oh, am I not allowed to drop the C-bomb? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get far worse. But the, uh, well, the final segment uh, is Screening Queens. Do you have something for us to watch on the theme? I do, and I think it's something that may be quite familiar to you both. It's a little Australian TV program called Outland. Ah, beautiful. Oh, it, it's a thing of beauty. Oh, it sadly only ran for six episodes. Absolutely hilarious little sitcom about a gay science fiction group, or more accurately, a small number of people who are thrown out of a gay science fiction group. And so they set up their own little dysfunctional group. Each episode focuses on one of the, the members of the group, there's some absolutely joyous bits in it. It would appeal to anybody who likes gay stuff, to anybody who likes science fiction stuff, to particularly to anybody who's ever been involved in any kind of um, science fiction fan organisation. Oh, this dear. will really sing to you. And in one of the episodes, getting back to a point, point you made earlier, there is talk about having to learn a dance. There is. To be officially gay in Australia. <laughs> And Warp the, the, Drive, which we've played as I've played as out to that on in a previous episode. Yeah. It's, the National Gay Boys of Australia <laughs> dance. It it is absolutely hilarious. It's written very tongue in cheek, but there's nothing malicious in it at no, all. It, no. it doesn't. Some sitcoms have to find their humour by fairly viciously ripping the piss out of groups of people. Outland doesn't do that at all. It's just a joy to watch. It's just. A Terrible shame that it's so difficult to get hold of and the DVDs are fairly ruinously, ruinously expensive. expensive, yes. But well worth a watch if you can. Oh, absolutely. Can yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Simon, for coming along. Well, thank you for having uh, me. And oh, maybe that's the wrong thing to say on, <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> There's no such thing as a innuendo no. on here. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. So thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions.
For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.